Welcome to Sunday Worship at St. Matthew's Baptist Church, led by our senior pastor of over 34 years, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and pastor's delivery of the word.
Say Jesus is really in control. In his hands. Come on, ushers, deacons, God bless you. Church, say amen. What a mighty God we serve. Let's stand for all for toy. All things come of thee, O Lord. to get answers through self-help books or what have you, but I'm here to tell you as a living, walking, talking witness that there is nothing like encouraging yourself in the Lord. David said, thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against you. He said, I will look to the hills from which cometh my help because all of my help comes from the Lord. So when you find that there is no consolation to be found outside of yourself, okay, and within yourself. Be reminded of what the Word of God says about everything, because every answer to everything we need is in His Word, and that's how you go about encouraging yourself.
that's within me. Jesus Christ, it is only by him that we live, move, and have our being. Thank you for being the God of grace. Thank you, Lord God, for forgiving us of our sins, sanctifying us, bringing us to your house of worship. Oh, God, we pray that you would move mightily among us, strengthen us where we're weak, build us up where we're torn down. Thank you for watching over our families. Thank you, Lord God, for your goodness, mercy, and grace. Move the preacher out of the place and convict, convince if need be converted. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church, say amen. Church, say amen again. Times when you just have to encourage yourself in the Lord. You got to preach to yourself. Yeah. You got to persuade yourself. Paul said, For I am now persuaded that neither death nor life, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor any other thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God that's in Christ Jesus. This morning, I want to preach around the subject, the power of God's perspective. The power of God's perspective. It's not how you and I see things. It's how God sees things. God can say weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come In the morning. Praise the name of Jesus. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighteth in his way. And though he fall, he will not be utterly cast down. What a mighty God. We thank the Lord from whom all blessings from. Thank the Lord for our choir. Let's give the Lord a hand clap for him. Thank the Lord for all of you, in spite of everything that's happening, Jesus has the last say-so. Doesn't he have the last say-so? He's got the last say-so. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, one of my favorite chapters. The power of God's perspective. Three things I'm going to be dealing with. Our focus, our future, and our finish. Lord, have mercy. Our focus is a directional device pointing to our purpose, our priorities, and our processes. As God causes us to see his will. Let me stop pausing. I didn't say this this morning. I'm going to say it now. When you look at the book of Daniel and the prefix or suffix EL denotes God. Daniel. Uh, 
The Bible says that Daniel, being a teenager with Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael, four teenagers were snatched from their parents, from their home, taken into Babylon in captivity. And the eunuch, the head of the eunuchs, put before them the king's meat and wine, and Daniel refused it because Daniel said he purposed in his heart that he sin against God. That our focus causes us to seek, to see, and to have salt. Our focus, our focus. Focal points are very, very important because God causes us to focus on him, on him, the personal pronoun, on him on his ability to deliver us. And, and one of the things that we have established is that um, when our focus is on God, we cannot lose. Amen. Jesus said, seek my face. And when you seek me early, you will hear my voice. Now last week we dealt with the invitation. Come unto me all you that labor. When you're suffering, and you're submerged in trouble, you go to a person called Jesus. Come unto me all you that labor. You're laboring with stuff. And a heavy laden with sins. And I'll give you rest. Didn't he promise that? Take my yoke, get in, get, get in this hole with me, and let us walk together like two oxen. Amen. And, and so we talked about the invitation. Then we talked about the interferences of friction. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. Stop telling people because you say you ain't going to have no problems. No, sometimes that's when the problems begin. Can I get a witness? Uh, there's going to be interferences with family, friends, finances. Amen. Come on now. Fractures. We're we, we, we going to have all kind of a, a friction going on in our lives, but God overrules the friction. Doesn't he overrule it? He overrules the friction. And, uh, and, and, and then we dealt with God's, amen, uh, uh, long-lasting fight. We got to fight, according to Galatians 5.22, to bear fruit. Fruit doesn't come automatically. First of all, it's God's fruit, non-fold fruit, not yours. It's God's initiative, not ours. So the first fruit is love. I got to learn to love God's way. So I got to fight these feelings of what I think love is all about. Love is not superficial, it's sacrificial, it's service, it's surrender, submission. God says you love others and expect nothing in return. You know that's not our love. Our love is reciprocal. You love me, I love you. Can I get a witness? That's what's wrong with a lot of these marriages today. We, we, we trying to love with our love, and our love is not God's love. It's a forgiving love. It's a fruitful love. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so joy, peace, long-suffering, so forth, so on, 
self-control, kindness. And, and, and when we begin to fight for fruit, and there are times in my life, I got to fight to be fruitful. Can I get a witness? I got to fight to be fruitful, and I got to keep fighting to be fruitful. Uh, love others as God has loved you. Amen. Forgive others as God has forgiven you. Amen. Yeah. So, so uh, this week we're looking at something very, very, very important. That is, in Second Corinthians chapter four, we call it the Apostle Paul's manual for ministry. Second Corinthians is all about ministry. Serving, submitting, sacrificing, amen, and being steadfast even when you're suffering. Did y'all get that? Ministry is costly. It's easy to come to church and just sit there or stand up and just look and not have nothing to say. And uh, that's easy. That's 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 your own thing. When when God is doing the motivating. He's growing us up. He's grooming us. He's guiding us. He's glorifying himself through us. And we, we attribute all of our trouble to the devil. The devil, no, no, no. The devil ain't causing all your trouble. God is allowing troubles so you and I will learn to let self go. Can I get a witness? And the troubles don't stop because you won't stop. No, I'm preaching already. I'm preaching already. Amen. That is, Paul said, I've learned in whatever state I'm in to be content. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. And, 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 and so, so in this manual of ministry, Paul deals with this matter a focus, a focus, a focus. And, 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 and this focus that we're talking about is threefold. It's going to be very simplistic uh, following me this morning because Paul uses the analogy of a periscope. We see through a periscope, listen, a focus by faith. Well, what is a periscope? It's on a submarine. When a submarine is underwater, submerged, cannot see what's up above, a periscope, peri around, goes up so that the people in the submarine can see what's around them, what's above them. As you and I are submerged in suffering, Sadness, yeah, as we are going through solitude, God says, I want you to focus, periscope, on what's above and what's around you. Lord, have mercy. That, that is, child of God, when we begin to look at this, Paul says in 2 Corinthians 4, sing. Now, if you can't see, you're blind. Seeing we have this specificity, this ministry 
Now, now let me stop Paul's and Paul. What ministry? We got 70-something ministries in this church, but God ain't talking about none of them. He's talking about one ministry, the ministry of the gospel. For God, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses, and has given us the article, the specificity, the ministry of reconciliation. The one ministry Paul talks about is us reconciling others to God. The one ministry is winning souls for Jesus. By our wisdom, our walk, and the word. Are y'all with me this morning? That, that, that God has told the church, your ministry is not being a minister or a deacon. Your ministry is to win people to Christ. That's your ministry. Reconciliation. Pulling people in that's on their way to hell. Yeah. That, that is, seeing we had this ministry, listen, this ministry brings character, spiritually, continuance, confidence, and commitment. This ministry. If your focal point is right, God says, this ministry will revolutionize the way you think. Mm. Seeing we have this periscope Perry around, seeing we have this ministry. And what happens when your focal point is right, you don't faint. All right. And be not weary in well doing. For in due season you will reap, if conditional, you faint not. You know why we don't faint? You know why we're like that bunny? We take a licking and keep on ticking. The, the reason we keep going is because our focal point is Jesus and we don't faint. Oh, you might get tired. You might want to throw the towel in. You might feel sorry for yourself, but you're not going to faint. Every day, his mercies are new. Great is the faithfulness. Morning by morning, new mercies. Hey, when I got up this morning, God says, you got a whole new batch of mercies. Yesterday's gone. You got a whole new focal point. Me. Can I get a witness? Not your problems, not your sadness, not feeling sorry for yourself. I'm your focal point. Because I'm your focal point, you can't faint. Thank you, Jesus. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. Just like that periscope on a submarine, they, they push it up, they, they got to go up a while, they, and they look around, they see the enemy, they see what's above them. They're still submerged uh, in the deepness of the water, but they can see up and they can see around. And when I'm, when my focal point is right, I can see up and I can see around. 
Now, my focal point have, have not always been there. I, my focal point used to be pleasure, the world, partying, and all that. And as I got saved and as I grew, and you got to grow. You, you got to become mature. You got to stop being a child, grow up spiritually. And as you grow, you know. As you know, you glow. As you glow, you go. Thank you, Lord Jesus. What, what, what am I saying? I'm saying, uh, when your focal point is right, you don't faint. Mm, I know what you're going through. I know where you've been. I know about your fractures. I know about your family. I know about your finances. I know, amen, how you feel like, give it up! But you can't faint. You can't faint. You won't faint. You're not going to faint. Can I get a witness? You, you might weep, you might cry, you might complain, but you're not going to faint. Why? Because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Paul, in this manual, and let me, let me stop pausing part because, you know, people claim they're in ministry. You ain't in no ministry. You're in a meeting place. Ministry is costly. Ministry is costly. And you know, I'm saying this morning, we got great leaders in this church. I love them all. But typically in church, you, you got people with titles, but they don't, they, they, they don't, they don't have the glue. Yeah, they, they don't have the glue in them. You know, you're a minister, you're a deacon, you're a deaconess, you got all them titles. But you living below the line of the average member. Somebody need to preach it. Across the street years ago, it must have been 30 years ago, I had trustees and deacons, you know, uh, wanting to control everything, think they knew everything. And the more you talk, the more I just keep listening. So I said, let me check, let me, let me check out what they're giving. They got a lot to say about money. And I threatened to put everybody's giving on the wall. One thing said, you care? I said, I can do what I want to do. I'm a pastor. I ain't formed with you. They was giving $2 a week. But they wanted to know to the penny where all the money was going. See, listen, child of God, you, you, you need to understand this. Uh, just shut up. Because the more you talk, the more ignorant you are. In the name of Jesus. And, and see, the problem is, most churches go out and induct people to be officers when they don't spiritually meet up with the mandate. Now, I'm preaching now. We on TV. I want everybody to hear this. Well, I think they make a good deacon. Well, what have they been doing the last five years? What ministry have they served in? How much money have they given? What faithfulness have they been to the church? Well, I don't know. Well, you don't bring them here. You might be inducting the devil. Amen? Amen? Listen, where much is given, much is what? Required. If if you want a title, you got to live, give, and sacrifice as if you have a title. Yeah. Can't tell me I want to be president of the Do Right Club. Come on now, y'all can talk back to me. Amen. 
You've got, you got to meet a standard. And, and, and the standard is that we have to be, here it is, faithful. We've got to be faithful. We've got to be faithful to the word of God. Isn't that right? I shouldn't have to beg a minister or deacon to go visit the sick. That's part, that's part of the calling. Oh, Lord. Hey, Lord. His members come to church more than you. <laughs> you know, in the name of Jesus. And, and I remember years ago I said, if you're going to be an officer in this church, you got to come to church, you come to Bible study. Uh, you can't come up here with black suits and sit up front and fall asleep while I'm preaching. You can't, you can't, you can't. That, that, ain't, that ain't getting it, Doc. Join some other army. In the name of Jesus. There, there, there are absolutes and there are certain things that got to be in place spiritually. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so, and, so and, and, and that's why so much hell in church, some of these churches, because the leadership is lacking. The leadership is lacking. Amen. Uh, I'm a leader. I don't be following people. I'm a leader. I paved the way. I'm a pathfinder. I'm a leader. And, and part of leadership is confronting. Comforting. Can I get a witness? Counseling. All that comes with leadership. You, you know, and, and, and uh, uh, we lack leaders. So, you know, it's like a social club. People give more to the sororities and their fraternities than they are to the church. Yeah, you're going to pay them dues. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Them old folks say, I paid my dues. I got my little envelope with me. I'm paying my dues. And those of you out in the TV land, send in your dues. Send in your tithes. P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Free commercial on tithe online. Come on now. Somebody need to talk about it. Amen. The budget drives everything. You know that. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, when we begin to look at this matter of the periscope of focus, I want my focus on Jesus. Amen. Amen. I want my focus. My focus. My focus is on, now I got focus on the family. I got focus on my finances. I got focus on my fractures. I got a whole lot of focus everywhere. My failures. Come on now, but I want a focus on Jesus. Can I get a witness? And, and, and let me throw this in parenthetically. I said this morning, my kids are grown. They're out on their own. God bless them. They all got their degrees. God bless them. But when I see something that's not right in their lives, like my parents, I don't mean no harm. I confront. I ain't trying to be your friend. I, you, know, you know, let me, let me. I, I'm so sick and tired of some of these parents. They're sickening. You want to be, you, you got such a dearth. You got such a need to be accepted that you can't even be truthful with folk. I'm talking about the folk you love. Can I get a witness? And, and, and you ought to, you ought to do it with wisdom. You ought to do it with the word of God and whatnot, but we we got to we're in a counseling mode when our kids are grown, isn't that right? Caretaker, coach, counselor. You remember, you remember that, right? And we got to counsel them and not keep trying to bail them out because you're not going to be here, and ain't nobody else going to do for them what you're doing. Can I get a witness? Y'all getting quiet on me? 
it's about time that your 55-year-old son move out. It's, it's time for them to go. It's tight. Focus! Daniel's focus was on God. God's purposes. Jeremiah's focus was on God. God's plans. God's preaching. We, we, we got to focus, focus. Our focal point has got to be God. Not your feelings, not your failures. Our focal point has got to be God. And that's why so many marriages are failing. Hey, I'm going to tell it. And I'm grateful that mine has not failed, but listen to me. And nobody's trying to beat you up, but you got to grow up. You shouldn't have got married. You, you got to understand that it's work. It's acceptance. It's adjustments. It's abiding. Even when you don't want to abide. Is hanging in there, sticking it out. Steadfastness. Oh. In the name of Jesus. It's tight. And here, as your pastor, here's my worry. Not that you are spinning out of control. But after you spin out of control... You're going to try to do it again without any internal changes. Are y'all getting what I'm saying? You got to therapeutically ask the Lord to change you. Therapeutically, Lord, I need you to be my focal point. Not my history and my hurts, You to be my focal point. Something is operating wrong inside of me and I need it fixed. Lord have mercy. And the church got quiet. Church got quiet. When I was growing up in them 50s, man, in the early 60s, uh, it was... It was very simplistic. You were seen and not heard. Our parents didn't feel the need to sit down and hold your hand, tell, turn the television off and talk through it. They just gave you, here's what you're going to do, and that's it. And we didn't say, well, why, I gotta do? why do I have to wash the dishes? I was looking at that commercial, Kim, on, on TV with a little girl sitting at the table and the mother said, eat. She said, no, I'll sit here forever. And then the commercial comes on about cheese and her giving it. I said, my mother would have knocked me across the room. <laughs> she would have took my head off if I said something. I didn't even know what a temper tantrum was how I grew up. You know, we didn't play that, getting in Sears and Robux, getting on the floor screaming. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. Because we weren't raised that way. 
Amen. And 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 so and so you say, wow, yeah, wow. In the name, of that. that's why I made it seven years in the military. Because all that cussing that man was doing at me, I heard that before. Hey, hey, that didn't mean a thing. Been there, done that. Fact of the matter is, our focal point is crucial. It's going to affect your character, your commitment, your continuance. It's going to affect that. Paul says, sin, periscope. Sin. We have this ministry. We don't faint. There's something about this ministry in which we don't faint. We believe that if Jesus said it, that ends it. We're not fainting. Oh, poor me. I wish I was dead. Don't worry, that's coming. I can't make it any longer. Oh. I, I used to come in here and hear the testimonies until I got tired of hearing the same testimony. There was a lady. Let, let, let's listen to Pastor. Every time she gave a testimony, it was how bad her husband was treating her. Every time. Never, it never stopped. So one day, her husband died and went home to be with the Lord. So I said, now let me hear what testimony she going to give now because he ain't here no more. And, 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 and so the thing that I'm trying to get you to see is our focal points, our focal points, our focal points. Our focal points is Jesus. Not what's going on in Washington, D.C. Not what's going on with pandemic. Not, not what's going on on your job or your hurts or your history. It's Jesus. Because of him, I'm going to make it. Because of him, I've got the victory. Because of him, i got the vision. Because of him, i got the vitality. That, 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 that whole Paris school of focus. My God, focus, focus, focus. I tried to be faithful in my giving, in my guidance, in my governing of this church, in my giving love to people. I tried to be faithful. Amen. Because I know payday is coming. And, and when you're faithful in a few things, God going to make you rule over many. Can I get a witness? Faithfulness. Not feeling sorry for yourself. Faithfulness. In the name of Jesus. I shared this with you before, and I, I don't want to belabor the fact, but when I was overseas in the military, uh, this young man, good young man, good young man, uh, he was crying in the child hall because he got a dead John letter. Now, y'all don't know what a dead John letter is. It's when the relationship that you had is dead. And somebody's saying goodbye, it's over and all that. He was crying. 
So he stood up crying, and uh, I was 19 years old, man. I was overseas, and he stood up crying. He said, I'm going to commit suicide. So everybody said, man, you must be crazy. Don't be young. He no, no, no. So we left the chow hall, and the barracks was up a hill. And he went up to the second floor and opened the window and said, I'm going to jump. So all them brothers in the middle, don't jump, man, don't jump, don't jump. Go to the fourth floor. <laughs> if you're going to do it, do it right. I said, y'all some cold brothers, man. <laughs> well, the moral of the story, he didn't jump. We, you know, we talked him out of it. But my point is, Lord, have mercy. You don't ever have to get to the point where you're ready to end it. God's got your back. Put that periscope up. Look around you. Look above you. Look up. Look up. Your redemption is drawing nigh. God is able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you and I ask or think. I'm not killing myself, Doc. You can forget that, man. That ain't happening. In the name of Jesus. I believe God is in control. And just like I got into trouble, God can get me out of trouble. Can he get you out? Talk about the periscope of focus. And that's what's wrong with a lot of us. Our focus is wrong. We're trying to be rich. We're trying to be famous. We're trying to be in the entertainment. God didn't call you to do none of that. God called you to focus on him. On him. On him. On him. I need to see Jesus in all this stuff. I need to see him. I need to see him. I need to see him. But secondly, we we not only see the periscope of focus, but we see the telescope of the future. Now, 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 I love this because the first thing that Paul deals with is time. Hmm. Your future is in God's hands. Do I have a witness? Hezekiah asked for 15 more years, God gave it to him. But your future is in God's hands. And listen, James says, do not plan about tomorrow unless you say, if the Lord wills. You, you can't be making plans and not include Jesus. If, if the Lord will. I will do this and that, or I hope to do this and that. And then Psalm 31 says, my life and times are in God's hands. Your future's in his hands. Your, your future's not the diet you eat. Uh-oh, you're getting quiet on me. talking about this this morning. And we need to grab on the word of moderation. Well, I don't eat no red meat. Well, where is that? Because the Bible says in the last days they will be abstaining from meats and marriage. That's in Timothy. Uh, meats 
and marriage. Are y'all getting this? Your parents ate meat, they ate pork, hog moths, neck bones, mayonnaise sandwiches, mustard sandwiches, wonder bread, two pieces of bread, and we just wondering where the meat was. Lord have mercy. I had a friend that made a sugar sandwich. I said, I can't go there, Doc. Come on now. And they, they lived into the 90s. They ate beans. Last week I told Sister Gordon because she eat fish and chicken. God bless her. I said, I'm giving me some liver and onions. Don't that sound good? Liver and onions. Somebody in the church said, you know, what the, you know what the job of the liver is. Mind your business. Lord, have mercy. Because you don't eat red meat don't mean you living no longer. God has got your, listen, he's got your life in his hands. Somebody told me the other day that they heard that joggers only live into their 50s. Because your heart wasn't meant to take that kind of beating. Trying to run miles a day and all that. You better stop listening to everything you hear. Your parents ain't strap up no boots and jog every day. Your parents ain't eat lettuce every day. Somebody need to preach this stuff, man. Pigtails, pig ears, pig feet, cow tongue. Come on now, y'all can talk back to me. Don't be persuaded by the world. Timothy says, whatever you bless in his name, he has already sanctified. Isn't that in the Bible? Y'all can't even say amen. amen. Hmm. He deals with this telescope bringing things far into your immediate sight. And he deals first, Lord have mercy, with time. God determines your time. You don't determine your time. God determines your time. Do I have a witness? Yeah. And God, God, God even determines your trials and tribulations. And the reason we go through so much trouble is he's trying to transform us. If trouble is going to make you pray, then he's going to keep trouble in your life. That, that is, Paul, Paul, Paul makes this transition from the time to trials and tribulations and trouble. And Paul says right here in this chapter, look, he says, we Christians are troubled. The ellipsis is the Greek word. We're being stretched in all directions. 
family, family feuds, fractures. Yeah, we're being stretched in all directions. We are troubled on every side. Now, now let me stop Pastor Park. Some of us are troubled on one side. Well, my only problem is this marriage. Keep living. Wait till you get troubled on every side. We're troubled on every side. Yet we're not distressed. Look at the faithfulness of Jesus. I never told you you wouldn't have trouble. What I told you was be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Expect trouble. Paul got to the point mentally in his mind that Paul said, you know what? Since Christ is my victor and victory, let me open up the door and ask trouble to come in. Because when I'm weak, then I'm really strong. That the power of Christ may rest upon me. Paul, Paul, Paul says we're troubled on every side, we're perplexed, we get confused. I don't know, I get confused. I, I was sharing this morning, and I shared it with Sister Gord. I, you know, I'm, 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 I'm a dinosaur compared to my kids with these cell phones. And I'm not on social media or anything, but I, I looked at my phone and I had a, uh, I had a email message there. I didn't know what it was, and I hit it, and all these naked women came up. Come my TikTok, and I said, "Where in the world did this mess come from? Let me erase it." Y'all can't be real. That flesh said, don't erase it. This one was free. (laughs) I'm not going to let social media influence me to the point of losing my focus on Jesus. Are are y'all with me this morning? We're perplexed. We get confused. We, yeah. We're persecuted. Greek word, chased. Now, now let me stop pausing part. Y'all heard me preach this before. What is chasing us? Our stuff. Our past. Our perversions. Our history. We're being chased. But we're never caught. My flesh keeps bringing up the chase of perversion. Are y'all, are y'all praying with me? Come on now. But it never catches me. Because God is in between us. Cloud by day, pull a fire by night. Come on now. Uh, God is my strength. And help in the time. Yeah. Of trouble. My past cannot catch up with the present. Because God won't allow it when my focal point is right. 
Lord, have mercy. When my future is in his hands, do I have a witness? Yeah. You know, my kids are grown. They out on their own. God bless them. They've done good. I, but when I see something not operating right, I'm in it. I'm your father, not your friend. Yeah, old school. And if I got to chew you out, I'll chew you out. You can hang up. You can go your way. But I said what I need to say. That's what fathers and mothers do. We don't, we don't, we, listen, we're not in this bondage of acceptance. Well, I don't want them to be mad with me. Make them mad. Somebody need to make them mad. You know how it was back in the day? It's something about that boy I don't like. Something about that girl I, I, I think you need to, you know, that's what parents used to do. Yeah. I told you, I came home and leave and was dating this girl from West Philly and she had this micro mini skirt. She come in my mother's house like this. And my mother said right in front of her, where you going with that? I said, back out the door. (laughs) I guess that was her way of saying, I ain't coming to this wedding. But, 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 but child of God, child of God, child of God, listen to me. Paul not only deals with time, Lord have mercy, he deals with trouble. Knocked down but not destroyed. Mm. Always abounding in the Lord Jesus Christ. My God. Your children, even though they're grown, need your counsel. They need your counsel. You, you don't need to keep quiet, and that's what's wrong today. You know, parents want to be friends. Lord, have mercy. You know the philosophy we had growing up? I'm, I'm not saying I agree with it all. A child is seen and not heard. I don't remember telling my mother and father, well... Can I give you my opinion about vacation? No, because there was no vacation. Went up to Fairmount Park. Lord, have mercy. Can I get a witness? And when you let your children have too much to say, they have lost their place and you have lost yours. Can I get a witness? Come on now. I I know y'all don't like, this is old school. Our parents were strong. These kids are wiser but weaker. Isn't that right? It's tight. Mom, what's for dinner? This. Ugh, I don't like that. Well, you ain't hungry. <laughs> All that taught me how to obey authority and how to stay in my place. Do I have a witness? In the name of Jesus. That, that is, that is child of God, child of God. He, he, he deals with trouble. And, 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 and so he, Paul talks about, listen to this, a treasure, the Holy Spirit, inside of the trash, our flesh. Because we got the treasure inside the trash, The treasure overrules the trash. Listen to what Pastor's saying. 
But we have this, it's right there in that chapter, but we have this treasure that's hidden in earthen vessels. Now listen to this. That the excellency of the power might be of God and not of us. Now, 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 is that deep or what? That the treasure overrules the trash. Because some church folk will try to take credit. Well, you know, I used to do this, but, you know, I, 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 I just kept, I stayed in that word and I got strength. Well, where's Jesus' name? The treasure is the Holy Spirit. The trash is our flesh. Because of the treasure in the trash, I don't desire to go back in the world. Because of the treasure in the trash, I keep my focus on Jesus. Because of the treasure in the trash, my future is secure. Do I have a witness? He's talking about the telescope of the future. If it's the Lord's will. I had a friend in Philly and uh, he was saved and apparently he had an understanding with his family that if something happened to him and he was on life support to go on and pull a cord so he can go to glory. And that's that's fine. I told, you know, and my you know, my dad he was unconscious, never regained consciousness, and the doctors came to us and said he's not gonna survive, he's on life support and you need to make a decision to pull a to pull a plug. And and as a family, I was reluctant we had to do it. I told Sister G, if, if I'm on the life support, don't pull the plug too quick. God might come through. <laughs> Lord, have mercy. Uh, so I'm letting the church know that ain't in my will. Praise the Lord. And, 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 the fact, and the fact of the matter is, is that our future, listen, is in his hands. Everything about your future and your future and your focus should not be in getting rich, in attainment, being great. It should be walking in the wisdom of Jesus Christ. Lord, have mercy. Mm. Treasure in the trash. The trash is my flesh. The treasure is the Holy Spirit. Treasure in the trash causes me to praise him in the midst of my problems. It causes me to wait in my wounds. Treasure in the trash. Paul, 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 Paul deals with the periscope of focus. He deals with the telescope, my God, hmm, of the future. Only God knows the future. Your future is not predicated on what you eat. Sometimes it is, if your eating habits are terrible, but your eating is not going to change God's date. You can eat yogurt and lettuce. And drop dead. I'm dead serious. 
See, we have all these messages coming in from the world, society, and the church has adopted them. Lord have mercy. That 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 my future is predicated on what I do, what I eat, how often I sleep, da 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 da. Those things are important, but no, God's got the last say so. Can I get a witness? And that's why every morning you and I get up, we ought to praise his name. God said, I'm giving you another day to exalt me. Giving you another day with the ministry of reconciliation to somebody that's going to hell. I'm giving you another day to praise me in your walk, in your wisdom, and and in my word, and in my worship. I'm giving you another day. Don't you dare wake up miserable. Don't you dare wake up talking about, ah, don't you dare wake up like God has not been merciful unto you. He woke me up early this morning and started me on my way. Who you think's watching over your children, your grandchildren? Can I get a witness? There's nobody but Jesus. Because the effectual James, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous availeth much. Songwriter says, somebody pray for me. Had me on their mind and took the time to pray for me. And I'm so glad they prayed. Aren't you glad somebody prayed? And the ones that prayed for you are probably in glory. Your grandmother, your great-grandmother, your godmother, your mother, they kept on praying. Your father, your grandfather, they kept on praying. Thank God for the prayers. Because God knows I should be dead and in hell. But God, who's rich, isn't he rich? He's rich in mercy. And then finally, the microscope of our finish. Paul deals with evacuation. The time of my departure has come. It's coming, saints. Romans says we're closer now to salvation than we were. Can I get a witness? He deals with evacuation, then he deals with evaluation. I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. Now there's laid up for me the stuff in us. Not the diadem. There's a crown of righteousness to be absent from the bodies, to be present with the Lord. And when I leave here, I'll see him as he is. I'll see my loved ones. I'll go to a place that couldn't be articulated by Paul. And do I have a witness? I'll see cherubims and seraphims. I'll see holy creatures saying, holy, 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 Lord God, almighty, streets of gold, gates of pearls. Can I get a witness? Him wearing the diadem. He's king of kings and he's lord of lords. No more pain. No more crying. No more dying. No more disease. No more pandemic. I'll be with Jesus. I'll graduate to glory. How many of y'all want to graduate to glory? We'll graduate to glory. That's our finish. We're going to be with him. 
We're going to praise him. We're going to thank him. We're going to exalt him. Thank you, Jesus. Focus future and finish. Concentrate. God didn't leave you here to get rich. God didn't leave you here to have pleasure. God didn't leave you here to seek fulfillment. God left you here to share the ministry of reconciliation. Do you know Jesus? He died for all your sins. And you need to ask him to come in and save you. Let's stand on our feet this morning. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed, if you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Jesus died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. He's Son of God, God the Son. You must invite Him in. If you want to be saved, just raise your hand. Or if you're here and you want to join in your Christian experience, raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Christ. God, keep our focus on Jesus. And not on this world, not on social media, not on entertainment. Keep our focus on Jesus. And God, our future is in your hands. And our finish has already been determined. Have your way. You are the potter, we are the clay. Make us, break us, shape us, and mold us. Remember our children, grandchildren, our marriages, our ministries. Oh God, our mindsets. And as we leave this place with never your presence, dismiss us with your choicest benediction. Bless every family under the sound of my voice. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, what is your focus? What is your future? What is your finish? We love you. Have a great day. Thank you. Did you know you can give using your smartphone? The method is simple, safe, and speedy. To give using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewssbc.org, click donation, and fill out the St. Matthew Secure Contribution and Payment Form. Thank you.
nothing else. 